Hello and welcome to this very special sponsored edition of the GamesIndustry.biz podcast. I'm Jamie Sefton and today I am delighted to be joined by Michael Berto, an executive director from Meta Audience Network. Michael, welcome. Hey, Jamie, and thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Listen, it's great to be here and have the chance to connect with your listeners. Fantastic. Uh, so let's kick things off, if we could, by having you describe the team that you oversee at Meta and the role it plays in the greater organization. Sure, with pleasure. So Meta Audience Network's mission is to help in the development and the growth of an open and uh, fair app ecosystem for developers and publishers and mm. gamers alike. And we do this by empowering them to deliver a great user experience, while at the same time, growing a sustainable business with monetization solutions like in-app ads. Mm -hmm. More specifically, mobile game developers working with Meta Audience Network have the power to bring great ad experiences like rewarded video into their games, but using Facebook demand from a diverse set of advertisers. And we mm -hmm. help them achieve several objectives. We help them expand their game's reach, Mm. increase revenue and keep players engaged with the in-game rewards they earn from watching player-friendly ads. Mm. Mm. Uh, and as we've we've seen, we've all seen the app ecosystem has evolved significantly over the last few years. Um, I mean, mobile game sector has had to adapt almost continuously, really. Uh, can you share your general observations on this changing ecosystem and perhaps share what some of the biggest challenges publishers and developers have had to deal with as of late. Yeah, sure, Jimmy. It, it definitely mm. is dynamic, and we, mm. we certainly have seen a, a lot of a lot of changes and expect more. So, as far as general observations go, we've noticed a shift from gaming companies simply building great games mm. to building great gaming businesses. Mm. And of course, great games are foundational, but long-term success means shifting the focus a bit. So. To build a strong and a sustainable gaming business, you need both the great games and the game monetization expertise. Mm -hmm. Well, as far as challenges go, there's no question that the rollout of Apple's ATT, the abbreviation for App Tracking Transparency, mm -hmm. has had a significant impact on the ecosystem. Developers are facing the reality that old ad formats can no longer be relied on in the same way and innovative solutions are required. But fortunately, the gaming industry continues to be both super resilient and innovative. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So um, Meta Audience Network recently commissioned uh, IDC, who were a major international market research firm, to survey, uh, was it more than 500, I think, mobile game? That's right. Yeah, yeah, mobile game business decision makers across 17 countries. So what was the goal or purpose in commissioning this research? So we commissioned and worked with the IDC to, and, and consequently developed our mm. ads, IAP and beyond research report mm. in an effort to uncover insights and growth strategies for gaming businesses on a global scale. We wanted to answer three primary questions. So number one, we wanted to think of what role should in-app ads play in a developer's monetization mix? Hmm. Then number two, which player acquisition strategies are effective in changing in a changing app ecosystem? And then number three, how are mobile game businesses thinking about future monetization and growth? Right, right. <laughs> There's uh, quite a lot to take in there. Um, perhaps we can um, spend some time unpacking each of these questions. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's start with this first one. So what role should in-app ads play in a developer's monetization mix? Um, in other words, what did the ads IAP and beyond report reveal? Yeah, it, it is a, it's a super meaty subject, so, so yeah. thanks for letting me go deeper here. <laughs> so the research uncovered that while several gaming decision makers identified a loss in advertising mm. sales due to ATT, frankly, 61% of them saw an increase in 2021 in their average revenue per daily active user, or ARPDAO, as we usually refer to it uh, across <laughs> yeah. the industry. Um, and they saw this specifically when shifting away from waterfall to in-app bidding for ad mediation. Mm -hmm. And this data point referenced in the June 2022 mobile game monetization research with IDC really confirms the revenue potential of in-app ads. The research also revealed that decision makers should not pick just one ad strategy mm -hmm. and put all their eggs in the same basket, but rather focus on the combination of in-app ads, IAA, mm -hmm. and in-app purchases, IAP, together. Right. And in fact, a majority of the respondents agreed that this IAA plus IAP combo more often than not outperformed ARPDAO and player retention targets versus the games that solely focused on IAP monetization. Oh. Listen, also in our research ads, IAP and beyond, we reported another key finding of the June 2022 mobile game monetization research with IDC, and that was 93% of developers surveyed say they now use in-app, excuse me, now use in-game ads as part of their monetization mix. Mm. And if we compare that to you know, just three short years ago in yeah. data from 2019 results that AppAni, now data.ai, detailed in, in our report, at that time, just 83% of mobile games featured installed ads, uh, ad SDKs. So nice. today, you know, yeah. we're seeing that there are fewer mobile games monetizing with in-app purchases alone and that in-app ads are increasingly be being viewed as, you know, essential to a successful monetization mix. Mm -hmm. Interesting, right. Um, so f for developers currently building games with an in-app purchase model then, what case would you make to include in-app ads before launch? Yeah, you know, listen, our recommendation would be to build IAA into your game pre-launch right. whenever possible. Yeah. Research, you know, indicates that IAP plus IAA combo, the model that we were talking about before, at launch helps you to maximize both the critical day seven mm. and day 28 retention. But, you know, I'm sure someone listening is thinking, but what if my game is already launched? <laughs> yeah. and, and so, too late, you know, too late. Yeah, no, no, no. So to put, them at, put them at ease for existing games, you should still consider ads. Right. In fact, okay. developers surveyed found that adding in-app ads post-launch did indeed increase ARPDAO, at least marginally. Mm. And in short, you know, the chances are high for a crafted IAP plus IA mix to maximize ARPDAO and retention even more so when integrated early in development. Mm -hmm. And listen, if your game is already out there, you still have time to incorporate IAs in your business model. <laughs> One cool. of our gaming publishers, More Fun, actually saw an increase in the number of non-paying players starting to pay for items, that is, mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. adding in-app ads to their previously IAP-only model. And that might feel contrary to mm -hmm. the way mm -hmm. people would think about it. But after balancing their monetization mix, they saw a 36% increase in ARPDAO and a 2% increase in player retention. And those are significant mm. numbers. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really good to know. Um, 
So on to rewarded video ads, which I know have become a popular tool for developers to increase their revenue. Um, however, developers who have yet to include them in their monetization mix, so to speak, uh, are curious to know how this ad format is sustainable in keeping players in the game. Um, how does Meta address those concerns and what results have you seen? Yeah, I really appreciate that question. Mm. And I'd like to respond by sharing a specific developer success. So we took a unified approach with the GSmart in addressing monetization and UA, and we saw a 5% increase in their player lifetime value, along with a 5 to 7% increase in ARPDAO. Mm -hmm. And we've also seen that other publishers, IEP and LTV metrics went up after implementing rewarded video ads. So, you know, think about it this way, a big part of our mission is to help app developers and publishers build an engaged gaming community yeah. and expand their monetization model to have the most reach possible. And to your point, rewarded mm. video ads offer a positive value exchange by giving the player an in-game reward in exchange for their, their time engaging with the ad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so it seems now we're hopefully uncovering what this kind of perfect mix looks like. Um, what do you recommend to developers who are working to establish this ideal monetization mix, I suppose? Yeah, so, so we believe that the numbers are, are, are really concrete and they speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. With the June 2022 mobile game monetization research with IEC, we learned that after adding IEA to an IEP model, mm. developers saw increased revenue and increased lifetime value. And in fact, over half of them saw an increase in Arcdow. 30% saw an increase in IEP revenue, and 33% saw an increase in lifetime value. Hmm. I can't stress enough that re rewarded video ads are a proven tool to increase in, in any game monetization mix. Yeah. And to really frame that, 47% of developers agree that it's the most important ad format in their mix. And as mm. a matter of fact, Supersonic, one of our, our gaming publishers, mm. they've seen a, a significant business impact since incorporating rewarded video alongside IEP, leading to a 7 to a 10% uplift in, in LTV. Mm. Jamie, I'd like to give a, a full picture for, for our listeners yeah, sure. um, with regards to our learnings about other ad formats, right? Because I'm, I'm sure they're, they're having questions about rewarded video, but what about other ad formats? And so yeah, yeah. in our so research, important. we saw that, yeah, for sure, you mm. want to have as, as comprehensive a picture as possible. Yeah, so 23% yeah. said native ads, which can be integrated into the game's look and feel, are the most important ad format in the mix. Mm. And on par, another 23% said banner ads are oh, their wow. most important ad format, um, which is, you know, like you say, it's a bit of a surprise. But, yeah. but we see banner ads used often in social casino and, and hyper-casual games. Mm. And then only 7% said interstitial ads were most important to their monetization mix. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said, that really surprises me about uh, banner ads. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So when it comes to acquisition and retention, um, the goal obviously is to keep users engaged with the game while driving revenue through um, IAPs, you know, in-app purchases. So how much attention should developers and publishers give to balancing their player acquisition mix, I suppose? Um, are there any additional strategies you would suggest that can be added uh, that may have been overlooked? Yeah, that's a great question. Mm. So, you know, circling back to the importance of building a strong community, 
we found an interesting data point in our research that developers and publishers really can't ignore. Mm. Having effective IEPs has to be a priority in strengthening your player acquisition mix. And a strong gaming community can't be sustained only by its loyal users. Mm. It's got to also have the strength to pull in new ones. So Meta's suite of UA solutions and in-game ads is designed to support that creation of of this mix, along with a few complementary strategies we learned from our survey respondents. And more than half of them use actually one or more additional acquisition strategies. I'll give you a Mm. a few examples there. So um, working with social media influencers and content creators is one of those strategies, Uh, creating social communities and networks outside the game. Mm. And another one is using social or or viral uptake features that are are built directly into their games. Yeah, yeah, that's great. so that's the first question. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the second question uh, that the research report addresses. Um, for the publishers and developers who are listening, which growth strategies are proving to be the most effective in this rapidly changing app ecosystem that we have? Yeah, you know, since we were talking about in-app ads before, mm. let's start with the fact that in-app ads are also helpful for gaming businesses to use in, in marketing their own games. And, and in addition to ads, there are many ways we help our partners optimize their full UA and growth mix, again, depending on the needs of their game to mix up their player acquisition strategy. Mm. You know, throughout the isolation we all endured during COVID-19 pandemic, uh, many industries began to see the value in building brand communities. And while the importance of communities is well known to the gaming world, more than half of the decision makers surveyed uh, across Mm. uh, our game uh, uh, surveyors um, increased users by working with social media influencers. Mm. And Mm. 53% said that creating social communities and networks outside of their games helped them tap into new audiences. And that's a really key data point. I know we've talked about several different elements here, and I, I want to highlight that mobile gaming businesses are most successful when we work with them to build a holistic game growth strategy. Mm. That's a key message. Yeah. Yeah, the social media side of things is so huge, isn't it, and building communities. It's what I hear all the time when sure. I'm talking with developers. It's so important to get them engaged and get them to be kind of um, you know fans and, and cheerleaders for, you, for your game, really, isn't it? It's so, so important. Sure. Um, Excellent. So um, now for the final question from the report. Um, How are mobile game businesses thinking about future monetization and growth? Could some of your research findings inspire game developers? Yeah, I hope so. And (laughs) I'd like to say, of course. Um, So another way to imagine how the future of advertising could unfold is to look back a few years when when rewarded video first became popular. Mm -hmm. You know, until rewarded video brought its player-friendly approach, ads and games were often, they were a nuisance and, and <laughs> yeah. certainly weren't always welcome, you yeah, know. Yeah. But but now, after just a, a short number of years, the, uh, as we call it, the watch-to-earn model has become standard for free-to-play games. Mm, and, mm. and while what will be standard three years from now is still a bit of speculation, there are many ideas of how advertising will fit into evolving play-to-earn game models more robust 5g enabled cloud games vr games and likely more and you know listen it'll be really interesting to watch player perceptions of different ad experiences in the coming years Mm -hmm. with that being said 
Mobile is a still is still a key priority with significant monetization and revenue uplift to realize. And and developers can also monetize with ads on browser-based and ad and cloud platforms. Yeah, at the same time, app game developers are planning for the future. In fact, many see the monetization and growth potential of multiple platforms, including, as we just said, cloud or mm -hmm. uh, HTML games. And some are even starting to build for VR. Mm. It's still early days, <laughs> but it's encouraging. It's really encouraging for us to find uh, from the research with IDC that 53% of the game developers surveyed believe ads can indeed work well in VR. And I'm, mm. I personally, I'm really looking forward to seeing how we can help evolve that success. That's really interesting that it can actually, you know, all, all the research and things actually moves across into a different platform as well, into VR. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Um, so, so, Michael, right. Let's try and nail things a bit. So what are the three things that our listeners can implement today, right now, to improve their business? Sure, yeah. So I would think about it this way. To drive your business model forward, you should focus on three core elements, those being maximizing, evolving, and building. And what I mean by that is first focus on maximizing your monetization potential. Next, you want to evolve your, your new game or acquisition strategies. And lastly, focus on building for the future. So for now, to maximize monetization, try testing ad placements with players in mind mm. and prioritize rewarded video. When considering the future, our best practice is diversify your revenue streams. And then in our chat today, we've covered ways to diversify your monetization mix yeah, yeah. and build a balanced player acquisition mix. And I wanted to highlight a few ways that the developers we surveyed explored new avenues for monetization beyond IAA and IAP. Mm. So 53% leverage sponsorships or licensing deals. 44% mm. are looking to gaming portals or, or other app stores. Mm. And 42% expanded their distribution to new partners while 28% are exploring organic discovery. So the next step should be to consider which growth area makes sense for your business and build the most resilient revenue mix for a sustainable future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. Uh, well, those are hopefully really useful steps for our, our game makers. Um, we're nearing the end of our podcast now. So in closing, is there anything else you'd like to share today, Michael? Yeah, thanks, Jamie. I'd, I'd love to recap the highlights we discussed yep. today. So number one, App ecosystem changes will definitely continue to evolve, mm. but gaming businesses has, have historically shown a great deal of agility and can and should adapt. Then number two, in-app ads should be part of every business's game monetization strategy and mobile revenue still matters greatly. Mm -hmm. And that's more clear than ever with IDC forecasting that by 2026, year on year, five year Kigger, in mobile ad payments, uh, payouts, excuse me, to publishers will be 14.8%. And I'm referencing that percentage from the IDC worldwide mobile in-app and in-ad, uh, in-game uh, advertising forecast. And then finally, if our listeners, <laughs> if they're intrigued by this discussion and would like to learn more, I'd really invite you to, to visit Meta's Audience Network website. Mm. There you'll be able to access the ads, IAP and beyond research report in its entirety, as well as several other valuable resources that that will help set you up for growth in mm. the final months of 2022 and beyond and and that website is fb.me forward slash iaa hyphen iap hyphen beyond fantastic well uh <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Michael Berto uh, from Meta, for joining us on the uh, GamesIndustry.biz podcast today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed taking part. Thanks so much, Jamie. It was great being here. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, and some really useful tips and advice there for uh, developers and publishers. Um, that's it. Uh, cheers for listening. And don't forget to check out GamesIndustry.biz for all the latest industry news and features. We'll be back with another GI podcast very soon.